Good morning from the newsroom of the Financial Times. Today is Thursday, January 16th, and this is your FT News Briefing. The U.S. and China have signed an 86-page Phase 1 trade deal. A flying taxi startup has raised more than half a billion dollars in a new round of fundraising. And the 1MDB bribery scandal takes its toll on Goldman Sachs. Plus, the FT's editor, Lionel Barber, shares his highlights from his exclusive interview with German Chancellor Angela Merkel. I'm Mark Filipino, and here's the news you need to start your day. The U.S. and China have paused their long-running trade war. Together we are righting the wrongs of the past and delivering a future of economic justice and security for American workers, farmers, and families. That was U.S. President Donald Trump yesterday at the White House. He and China's Vice Premier Liu He signed the 86-page Phase 1 deal. The agreement lays out stricter rules on intellectual property in China. It includes a pledge by Beijing to buy at least $200 billion in U.S. goods and services over the next two years. And there's a commitment from China that it won't manipulate its currency. In return, the U.S. will hold off on escalating any more tariffs for the time being. That is, if China keeps to its commitments. But the deal does leave the majority of U.S. tariffs on $360 billion of Chinese goods. It's considered limited in scope. It doesn't address things like commercial cyber theft in China and Beijing's use of industrial subsidies. And the deal comes with a new expectation from China. At the signing ceremony, Mr. Liu read a statement from Chinese President Xi Jinping, who was not in attendance. I hope the U.S. side will treat fairly Chinese companies and their regular trade and investment activities and give support to the collaboration between enterprises, research institutes and schools and colleges and the two countries. Toyota is taking a bet on a startup that aims to have taxis flying around cities by 2023. California-based Joby Aviation pulled in $590 million in a recent funding round. Nearly $400 million came from Toyota. The venture capital arms of Intel and JetBlue also enlarged their bets. This brings the California-based company's fundraising total up to $720 million over three rounds. One source told the FT that it makes the company the most well-funded air taxi company ever. So are these flying taxis expected to work? Joby says it's created a four-passenger electric aircraft that takes off and lands vertically. They will be able to travel up to 200 miles per hour for a range of more than 150 miles, though its current prototype doesn't meet those specs just yet. And before Joby's first launch, the company will have to get approval from air safety regulators. And yesterday, Wall Street giant Goldman Sachs reported a second straight quarter of disappointing earnings. Net income was down 26% in the three months to the end of December. That's thanks to the legal costs associated with the 1MDB scandal. So what can Goldman chief executive David Solomon do to convince investors that things will turn around? The FT's Laura Noonan lays out his task. So what David really needs to do is show 
that Goldman Sachs has a path to growing revenue in a significant way from some of its new business lines. So Goldman Sachs has traditionally been very reliant on investment banking and on markets businesses. It's getting into consumer banking, it's getting into credit cards, it's getting into cash management. Those are still very small. So what David has to try to convince people is those are small now, but they can grow to be big. And when they grow to be big, they will be significant and profitable business lines and they will help Goldman to get to the same kind of return on equity that some of its peers like JP Morgan Chase have managed to achieve. And here's a story you should know more about. Angela Merkel has been the chancellor of Germany for nearly 15 years, and the geopolitical picture today looks much different than when she took over in 2005. The UK will soon leave the EU. Donald Trump and the US continue to snub key allies, not to mention trade tensions threaten the open borders and global supply chains that helped fuel Germany's growth. In many ways, the rise of nationalism has become an existential issue for Germany. But as Ms. Merkel approaches the end of her final term in 2021, the chancellor is defending the benefits of the single market. Lionel Barber recently spoke with Ms. Merkel for a final interview as editor of the FT. He steps down today after 14 years in the role. We met in the small cabinet office that's next door to the full cabinet office with its view of the Bundestag. This room is next door and you have a a large window with a great view of the Tiergarten where the zoo is and this mass of green which you're staring out on and a picture, a panorama of Berlin and then a large table and she was, you know, it wasn't intimate at all. There was a sort of discreet distance. Right, and it's actually rare that Ms. Merkel even gives an interview these days. Writing about this interview, you say that she's determined to preserve and defend multilateralism. Did she tell you how she sees that happening? I think when it came to her main statement, defending Western values, defending multilateralism, defending international institutions and international cooperation, essentially both articulating that and also talking about a Germany which is more engaged than ever within these institutions. So within the EU, also within NATO. And I think that's an important part, an active Germany, not a passive Germany. So Lionel, a lot of stuff happening in terms of EU relationships right now. The UK is about to leave the EU. The US is threatening EU countries with tariffs. What role does Ms. Merkel see for the EU right now? She sees the 27 members as the cornerstone of German foreign policy, the anchor, if you like, for Germany. She sees the EU as both a vital single market for German goods, as a focus of stability in a dangerous world, but also as a global standard setter, an alternative, if you like, to the Chinese and American model. And she talked about, interesting about data in that sense, where she says, You know, this is not just for private companies, giants, this is for people to own. So she's really setting up Europe, not in conflict with China and America, but as an alternative. What does the chancellor see her legacy as being? She's very sensitive about that. I asked her how she would describe her legacy. Having talked to people in Berlin, I spent nearly three days there, she's nervous or a little bit sensitive to the notion that she's been the sort of crisis manager, they've been good years, but in the end she'll be defined 
by this huge decision to allow 1.2 million refugees to come into Germany. It changed the whole face of Germany. She got a lot of support internationally for it. It was seen as a great moral gesture. But in Germany, she was abused as never before. And her nickname of Mutti, which is mum, mummy, that's gone. She's seen differently now. So, Lionel, tell me a little bit about why you wanted to do this interview with Angela Merkel. When you think about what you've done over a career of 35 years and the memorable moments and who would you like to do last, you think of who are the great statesmen or businessmen made a real difference. I think Merkel fits that category. She's been in power also as long as I've been editor. You can read Lionel's full interview with Ms. Merkel and the rest of the stories from today's show at FT.com. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for the latest business news. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.